Hi, this is Shirley Jones, and you're listening to TV Confidential. When we play a conversation with June Lockhart during our second hour as part of this special Mother's Day weekend program, plus we'll play a brand new conversation with Michael Lennon. In the meantime, Greg Airbar is with us for another look at recently released DVD and streaming titles that we think you'll find of interest. Greg, of course, is a two-time Grammy-nominated and multiple Addy Award-winning writer for television, animation, advertising, and publishing for Disney Warner Brothers and Universal. He is also co-author, along with Tim Hollis, of Mouse Tracks, the story of Walt Disney Records. You can enjoy Greg twice a month at cartoonresearch.com. For more information about Greg, go to gregairbar.com. Greg, what do you have for us tonight? We have a classic series named Mikhail's Navy, Ed. With Captain Binghamton and uh, uh, Ensign Parker. And uh, who was Bob Hastings' character? Carpenter. He was a uh, carpenter. L- Lieutenant Elroy Carpenter, yeah. And, of course, Ernest, Ernest yes, Borgnine. Yes, he said, you're right, sir. You're always right. You're absolutely right, sir. Yes, the perfect the perfect yes man. And, of course, we Tony Figueroa has told this story on more than one occasion. The reason McHale's Navy is on television is because Ernest Borgnine realized that despite the fact that he was an he was an Academy Award-winning film actor. If he wanted to become a household name, he needed to do a television show. Yeah, he tells a story about talking to a young boy and asking him, who's your favorite actor or something like that. And he mentions the guy on Have Gun, Will Travel and all these different things. But he says, well, you don't know who I am? I was in this, I was in that. And he said, I don't know who you are. And he said, it occurred to me at that time that maybe I should do a series. And he did a series, I think it ran, what, four years or five years? Decent run? Uh, maybe well, four years. Four, four years, years, decent run. It hit the magic number. It was in syndication for many, many years. And I think I think one of the digital channels still run it. I think so. Uh, it was on Hulu. And you can get it on DVD from shout factory it's uh in four volumes and there's some not tons there's only a few little uh extras on there and there there there's also a uh, a couple of movies which are separate uh it's notable for the fact that it was one of the first if not the first tv series to initiate feature films so you could see what they all look like in color and it even says in color, you know, that's a big deal because uh, that was the case. Um, and uh, the first movie, of course, had the entire cast in it. The second movie starred Joe Flynn and Tim Conway without Ernest Borgnine. And depending on who you asked, he either didn't know they were making the movie and they never asked him or they couldn't negotiate or he was making Ice Station Zebra at the time. I would say it's C. <laughs> <laughs> One of those movies, Force yeah. Ten from Navarone, some action movie. Yeah, I um, I, I would say it's it's, uh, it's a combination. Uh, you you gave three options. I would say it's a combination of B and C. But what's interesting about the second movie is that Ted Bessel plays a a uh, womanizing uh, 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 serviceman who the, I think Tim Conway has to impersonate. So it's kind of like the man called Flintstone because. Uh, all the ladies think that he's him, and so they're like, "Oh, you're this guy," and it's but he's not Ted Bessel, but it's Ted Bessel, so it's like, well, Donald never acted that way, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, well, there's a pilot that he did. 
I think for either MGM or 20th Century Fox Television, 1965. It starred Shirley Jones. It was a pre. It was an early version of The Girl with Something Extra. I think it was called Dream Wife. And the gimmick was she, her character had ESP. That's what made her different. And Ted Bessel, I don't know whether he was going to be a regular, but he's in the pilot, and he's sort of the annoying best friend. Always the annoying best friend, because, you know, when you think about it, I'll bet Ted Bessel tested for Darren, or unless he was too young, but you could see him kind of being Darren. Well, he, I, I can, I can see that he also did. A, he did a show in uh, in the early '60s called "It's a Man's World," where it was, it was like a group of college friends who were like living together, either on campus or off campus, and it was a sort of a, it was sort of a safe coming of age early 1960s type of show that I don't remember whether it went 13 or out or ended after one season, but it was not, it did not run very long. And he played a character named Tom Tom, who was, I under, who, if I remember correctly, was sort of the, uh, he, he was sort of the party guy, which again. Oh, so there you go. Yeah. So he was in that early early 60s the 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 three or four years before he was cast as don don hollinger amory's boyfriend on that girl he was often cast as that type you know not the button down character he became known for as don but the the wacky neighbor type and or or the wacky officer in the second McHale's Navy movie, and I don't, I don't understand how anyone could mistake Tim Conway for Ted Bessel, because <laughs> there, what, what is it? I mean, Conway was at least a head shorter than Ted Bessel. Um, he was about, I would say, at least twenty pounds heavier, and um, uh, Ted Be- Ted Bessel had a full head of hair. So, but well, I'd have to see the movie to okay. figure that out. McHale's Navy was best described as a broad farce because Tim Conway was constantly impersonating people or putting on a disguise and people would always believe him where it was painfully obvious that it was Tim Conway with a beard, <laughs> um, unless the beard accidentally got askew. And then Joe said, ah, I know you are, what, what, what? you know, um, and then at the end, Joe Flynn would say what I imagine was the catchphrase, I could just scream, you know, and that was the thing is that that was that was what Lucy would do. Lucy would disguise and then it would be Ricky would be believe it. But then after a while, he wouldn't. Uh, that That's kind of what that's kind of the essence of that. that. That the show was not supposed to be taken seriously. It was a complete and total send up of that. And I guess it was a relief of that era. Not that long after World War Two, because it's it says in the first few episodes, 1940, somewhere in the Pacific, 1943, it's supposed to be almost this comedy bomb of, um, and, and very carefully set up that they're on this 
fictional island, Terra Tupa, doesn't exist, where for some reason this sort of renegade uh, lieutenant commander kind of gets away with stuff, and there are these sort of misfit sailors who break the rules, but in an endearing way, almost a Damon Runyon group of people. Yeah, it was sort of the, it, it, it morphed into the equivalent of Bilko, only set against the backdrop of the Navy versus an army barracks. I mean, McHale was essentially Bilko, tailored for Ernest Borgnine. And we'll pick up that thread on the other side of the break. Greg Airbar is with us to talk about the DVD and digital releases of McHale's Navy, both the original series starring Ernest Borgnine and the two McHale's Navy movies that were released around 1964. We'll talk some more with Greg after this quick timeout here on TV Confidential. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. Bros. One more item, if you love Ella Fitzgerald, our friend Jeffrey Mark celebrates the music of the First Lady of Song every week on Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella. You can hear Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you find podcasts. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.